What's going on people? Welcome back to another incomparable, unstoppable, unfloppable episode of MM Talks with the Kings in the house. Mr. Fabian, how we doing? I'm doing well, my son. Yes, yeah, sir. Mr. Ethan, how we doing? I'm just trying to be like you, man. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. You know what? I love it because literally two minutes before this episode started recording, we were all going at each other because Fabian's wearing an Atlanta jersey and it's just, it was calamity, it was chaos, but now the second we start yeah. rolling, it's all love. Yeah, me. There's nothing wrong with Atlanta, you know, just bond the Patriots. What? Like, no, not on the podcast. We the just door. agreed, not on the pod. Alright, sorry, sorry. But sorry, if sorry, any sorry. of our listeners remember last week's episode, we were doing questions that help us get to know each other, help you get to know us better, and hopefully to ask yourself some of these questions as well. And we finished last week's episode on what is your favourite food? And fortunately enough, we start this episode with what is your favourite dessert? And don't forget, guys, you've got 20 seconds. If you want more time, put your hand up. You say, apple this is crumble and custard, done. Wow, he said apple crumble and custard, done. Wait, chocolate cake with uh, orange segments. That's a great shout. And for me, it's... I'm going to try to do quick fire one. Sorry, Jill. I'm just going to try to do quick fire. We're trying to fast now. I appreciate that. And for me, I'm going to say carrot cake. I love carrot cake. I love a good carrot cake. Yeah. So that's that. Question 27. Chiefers. For Ethan, what is the first thing you notice about someone when you meet them? Ah, That's actually quite a nice, quite a nice I question. I notice, uh, I think their eyes. Um, eyes tell a lot about a person, whether they make direct eye contact with you or whether they're looking around the room. It gives a lot about their, their status and it's, it's a good indication, a good way to make people feel more comfortable and find their comfort level. It's funny you say that because you have, Ethan has some of the best eyes in the world. So like, I think he really, he's just telling us all to look at his eyes as well. And you know what? I'm not against it. Uh, <laughs> Fabian, what's the first thing you notice when you uh, meet um, someone? For me, when I first meet someone, I give it about the first 10 to 15 seconds to try gauging their energy. Mm-hmm. So I might say something a little bit out of the box or say something like give them a bit different kind of energy just to see how they react. Yeah. So that I know if they're a bit more of a stern person or if they're a bit more like more relaxed because obviously I'm more of a relaxed person that can have a laugh and I don't take anything too seriously at most times only when it comes to business. I like that, I like that. And for me, it's feet. One, being a, sne- being a sneakerhead, being a sneakerhead, I want to see what they've got on their feet, what they're rocking. Did you say shoes? Uh, no, because it's, it's not just that, it's their, their foot position. Because okay. you can tell a lot about a person, Posture. about if they want to be in the conversation, about okay. where, if they're trying to leave the room by their feet. If their feet are aimed away from you, they're not trying to be involved. And you can tell a lot by someone's feet and how they position them, but also what they're wearing. Like so it, it hits two birds with one stone. Fabian, back to you. Uh-oh. What is the best fashion advice you've ever gotten. And this man's wearing an Atlanta jersey, so don't don't hold your breath for this one, guys. Wow. <laughs> violence. Uh, <laughs> we put a violence and trigger warning at the start of yeah, this podcast. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get crazy today. <laughs> so, like, it's, it's okay, guys, because you know, like, like I said, I don't support Atlanta. I so, support the guy that's on this jersey. That's Todd Gurley. But the guy sitting on my left and the guy sitting on my right, both their teams lost their quarterbacks and now they are nothing. It's just a shame. But anyways, they're just a team of running backs. Crazy, but we're moving on because you asked me something about <laughs> what's the best fashion advice you've ever got. <laughs> so, the best fashion advice I ever got it's a tough one. This is actually a difficult Ooh. question. I can't, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to search my brain for this, and I'm not sure. What was it? I can't remember. You know what? I gotta say, when my cousin introduced me to a long line tea. Okay. Because the day, you know, my gun gym, a little mm. bit, the day I put a long line tee on, that's when I thought I was Superman. So. I like that. And long line tees are crazy. Ethan, yeah. what about you? I think the, the ultimate one is hard to go wrong with black. I'm wearing almost all black right now, apart from like a few stripes, mm. and it always compliments, it compliments pretty much anyone. Oh, like my Love jersey, it. black. Um, well, you know we recorded we? an episode about greatest comeback of all time. I'm ready to talk about another one. <laughs> 28 to 3. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> Uh, both great fashion uh, pieces of fashion advice. 
Um, for me, the best fashion advice I ever took was from myself when I started my emo phase and I said, screw it, I'm going to wear what I want to wear. And that's yeah, it. That's, that's it. Wear what you want to wear. Be yourself. Love your version of expression. Get yourself a pair of Crocs. Crocs. Real talk, this man should be getting paid for by Crocs for the amount of Crocs he wears. I've seen him. He pulled up to a practice session one time with American football uh, pendants on the Crocs, yeah. right? With, yeah. Was it London Warriors? Yeah. On the Crocs. That's incredible. Crocs yeah. ambassador right here. Yeah, I mean, got the, got the khaki green pair with the money bags on it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wee! Uh, Ethan, right back to you. What's the best compliment you've ever gotten? Tough, you know, because this man gets complimented every day. Oh, best compliment I've ever gotten. I love you. It's a beautiful thing. Mm. For someone to, to want to openly express that to you is the best compliment you could ever receive. Mm -hmm. Nice. Best compliment I ever got. Mm. That's a hard one. Yeah. I can't imagine you hear too many about that jersey. Wow, I really thought we'd gone over <laughs> the hump. I really you know thought what, we'd yeah, gone over what? the hump. I was silent for the first. Two free points, yeah. But I can't let it rest. We've, all got, we've all got one in now. We've all got one in. Like, it's cool. Like, I, I, to be fair, I thought you was going to say your best comeback was going to be, like, your best compliment was going to be, like, you know, oh, you'll be okay after Brady left. And obviously, that was a lie, but it's fine. Oh, so, my best compliment that I have received is, um, do you know what? I think my one's going to have to be, it's where, obviously, in the school, I was a fat, I was more of a fat kid. And it's like, I still get the compliment now. So, when, when people that knew me from young mm. as a chubby guy to see me now and they go no nah, I'm like you're solid I need to start training with you mm. and I think like these are people that kind of took advantage of me when I was a kid and I'm like this is funny now mm. and I think for me that would be that's the best compliment because it's like you know it shows you how you grow to, how, how I grow as a person yeah. I like that and yeah putting serious work there as well yeah, like, yeah I've seen yeah. you posting up the videos and you guys should check out those videos yeah favorite putting in that regular come on bro check out Metro Flex Metro Flex you know what it is um, and I love that because actions, that's actions. Mm. Somebody is, their actions are responding to you. Their actions are the compliment. It's not just them saying, oh, you're, uh, you're really big, you do this. It's like, oh, can I train with you? Which is an action. They're like, actually, I'm seeing the result. Exactly. I want what you've got. Yeah. And that in itself is a compliment, right? It's like, uh, you know, when you turn up to a, a team and they're fronting. You yeah. turn up to play a team, an American football team, or any sport you play, right? And you see the other team doing too much. Yeah. You see them either warming up way too early, or sometimes they try to psych you out by wearing American football uh, pads in the, in the parking lot and, sh and stuff yeah, like that, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, you see that and you're like, oh, you guys are scared. That is one of the best compliments you can get, right? For me, um, I was about to go and do a training session, and the person who introed me said I was the best person they'd ever met at connecting with human beings. And I was like, wow. It's the truth though, so. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. When, when they said that, I was like, I, my main thing is human connection. My main thing is sending and sharing love. And so for someone to, to vocalize that and then for everybody to come back afterwards, yeah. after the session and say, he was right. He was right. You gave me more than I've ever been given in that hour of training, right? So I really appreciated that. And it's propelled me further into, into chasing my dreams. So Dave Duffy, if you listen to this, because I know you do sometimes, thank you. Greatest compliment I've I've uh, you met Dave Duffy as well. Of um, shout out Dave. Shout out Dave Duffy. Uh, Big Dave. Big Dave. Uh, now we've spoken about this one before, but on the spot you might change your change your name. Who is it? Who's first this time? Fabian. Fabian. Favorite TV show. Favorite TV show. Oh, plug in. Last week's episode was about favorite TV show. <coughs> that was up. You know, before this one, before the one before this, and it says, you know, our favourite TV show. So, favourite TV show, I'm going to go with now, and I'm going to choose Weeds this time. Very nice. Ethan. 
I'm gonna go with uh, The Simpsons. There are so many wonderful episodes full of colour, flavour, and just uh, heartwarming stories. And they, and they predict the future, so. Yeah, facts. They literally, on, on point, 24-7, literally. Also, check out the movie. I feel like the movie's also really good. Yeah, the movie's really good. Yeah. And yeah. shout out to all my people that play Simpsons hit and run. You know what I mean? Yeah, there um, go. Did you find did you find the hidden cars in every episode? That's in every level. That's a question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and my favorite show is Hunter Hunter. It's an anime. Uh, it's based around two kids seeing the world, growing their powers, and challenging themselves to new heights, all while playing pretty much a game of life. Uh, next question for Ethan: If you could be any animal, and this is a question we've had before, what would you be? So last time I said an eagle or an elephant. Yeah. So this time I'm going to say. Uh, blue whale. Nice. Um, you took my one. Yeah, yeah last time. Yeah. You should do like that and follow my teams. Okay, I'm gonna pick another animal just for that one. <laughs> this is non stop, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and others. I. Nah, no, blow the blue whale, I'm man. Blow pick... the blue whale. Um, it's the same colour as your jersey. You know what? I'm gonna pick an orca. <laughs> Because I've been a violent today. <laughs> <laughs> Orcas are incredibly intelligent sea animals. Um, they hunt together as a pack or a pod, as they're well known. They they explore the depths of the ocean, and there's so much mystery in the ocean that I can't help but go and explore that and have some fun with them as well. I like that. Maybe yeah. I'm going to pick an elephant. Nice, nice. Because I think this elephant, you know, they roam. They just roam the earth. I love these two both chose violence, right? Towards each other on this episode, the start of this episode, but they both chose initially each other's elephant, each other's animal from the one before. You see? Even when we're beefing, even if it's satirically, we are together and united. Um, and I'm going to put my hand up on us one more time on this one. Because... Here we go. Because... And I'm, to, I'm going to turn it into a philosophical point. Ooh. Because it is a philosophical Just point. Like they tried to do in the playoffs. What are we doing? I'm not attacking anyone. I'm joking. I'm going to play. I'm going to play. Unnecessary. So we are Stray shots going everywhere. Everywhere. So yeah. Watch out. Nobody is safe. Nobody, Nobody is safe. It's what happens when you put a do right. You turn into a new guy. It turns into a new guy. At least it's not selective. Right? Yeah. Anyone? Anyone can discriminate. I should never wear a jersey in a pod again. So for me, um, I'm going to say a jellyfish, and I'm going to start with that, and then I'm going to go to the reasoning, right? Because okay. people might be like, "What? Why a jellyfish?" Right? Because you're a stinger. <laughs> it's not even that. So there's this episode called there's this TV show, and it's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. And I was almost thinking of saying it for the question, um, "What's your favorite uh, TV show?" And it's called Love, Death, and Robots. And it is Netflix's chance to get real creative with short stories. And mm-hmm. it, I'm really annoyed at them because it takes like two and a half years to animate because they're really, really high quality animations. Mm-hmm. And they take stories that otherwise would just be sitting on shelves in libraries and they try and turn them into like these blockbuster pieces, even though they're only about like 10 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And my favorite episode of any TV show ever is uh, in season one and it's called Zima Blue. And it's about this artist who is the greatest artist of, artist of all time mm-hmm. and does these pieces of art that are as big as galaxies. He does these planet-wide, solar system-wide, galaxy-wide installations of art. Yeah. And over time, these installations, which at one point were portraits and these beautiful, massive, massive displays of creativity turn into blue squares. And everything becomes blue squares. Uh, and he's like, and nobody knows why. And then he breaks it down to his initial function. He turns out to be a robot. And his initial function was to be uh, this small robot that cleaned the tiles of a swimming pool back in the 21st century. And that was his sole purpose and his sole function. Mm. And he found that during these 
creating these pieces of art, he would find himself going back to his original purpose. And his final piece of art is was him to rebuild that pool, that swimming pool, and for him to slowly to jump into the pool and to decompose until all that was left was that small little robot that was just built to paint tiles. And the point of that and the purpose of that episode is to find beauty in the simplicity of life, in the complete focus, in the completion of the mundane, of the simple task. And to find pure joy and fulfillment in perfecting this one task. And so for me, I think similarly to that robot that doesn't even have a brain, but just one, one single function, mm -hmm. the jellyfish is very similar. They have some of them, I think all of them probably have no brains and they just float. They float and float, they digest, they reproduce. But they do it at the most simple level, at the most basic flow. level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They flow. And whatever happens, happens. And they are, they are the quintessential stoic. Whatever happens, they do not control. They just mm. go. And I find beauty in the simplicity of that existence. I like it. So that's why I would be a jellyfish. Took a bit long there, but we let you go. It was I, nice. I put my hand up. I said I was going to do the extra one. You guys can do the same. The rules are all the same. Um, okay. Uh, back over to you, Fabian. Yes. What is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Weirdest thing I've ever eaten. Ooh. Do you know what? It's not even that weird, but I think for the first time as a kid when I tried it, it was weird to me. And that was shrimp. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Ethan. Uh, I had Cajun fried crickets. They sound so, so nice. They were, they were quite nice. They, were, they didn't have a lot of oh, just substance weird, to them. It does sound nice. You know, I'm not afraid of insects, you know what I mean? I feel like they're one really high quality protein. protein yeah. um, and I could <coughs> see myself in a world where there's not so much stigma around it in my mind. Yeah. I could eat uh, just a... It's very much just a Western idea. Yeah, get rid of steak and replace it with insects and you would get a higher protein count and a lower fat count. So you're trying to say salt bay, salt bay with um, insects? Okay. I'm down. I'm down if you guys are down. We could do that on the show. Weird and wonderful. Not even weird, just wonderful, wonderful, extraordinary, maybe, wonderful and extraordinary uh, culinary delights from all over the world that do not deserve to be stigmatised. Um, for me, the weirdest thing I've ever tasted is actually, I had, it, I, <laughs> I had it in this very room and it was Marmite on Weetabix. Oh yeah, it was something, <laughs> Marmite. It trash. was something I should have never had. No, Marmite's not trash. Yeah, yeah. It was just something I should have never had. You literally right? just said the weirdest thing I've ever had is Marmite on Weetabix. The textures don't go together. Don't do it. Uh, next one, <laughs> Fabian. You, uh, Ethan, you're kicking this one off. Uh, describe yourself in five words. Uh, it's always an interesting one when we're asked to describe ourselves, right? Practical. Yeah. Uh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'm going to go charming. Oh, 100% charming. Jeez. Um, this man, this man could char charm the hinges off a door. Patient <laughs> and active. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. That's probably the best, the best uh, description. I couldn't find better descriptors for you. That is 100% true. Fabian. So I'm going to go with um, mentally unstable in a good way. <laughs> um, always outside the box thinking. Yeah. Yes, you Patience are. is for me so yeah. definitely very patient um, time giving mm. understanding the purpose of time mm. and yeah, generous is the one that yeah, comes to mind like 
what you do for people in terms of creating food and experiences mm-hmm. and just ex- spending time to explain things to people and to, to be around people is brilliant. Yeah, yeah. giving. Yeah, generously, yeah. You're incredibly giving. Incredibly giving. You're one of the most giving... You two, actually, are two of the most giving people I've ever met in my Give life. too much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, for me, I would say... How do you, how do you match those? I would say loyal. Like, if you're my person, you're my person. And I will, I will go to the ends of the earth for you. Like, right now, if Ethan was in uh, the north end of Scotland and was like, Jed, I need a lift, I'd be like, give me a day and I'm there. <laughs> I've got, got, got to get some fuel from somewhere, but I'll be there. Um, so, yeah, I would say loyal. I would say creative. I definitely, I definitely try to think in very creative ways. Um, I would say diverse in my thought process. Mm-hmm. I don't think the same way two times. Yeah. Um, passionate and compassionate. I share in my love of things with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really nice, guys. Yeah. That was a good moment. Yeah. That was a really yeah. good moment for all of us. How would you describe yourself at home in five That words? deserves a like and a subscribe. Give me that, please. Thank you. And a share. Let me share that. Share it. Share, share the love. Share how, how about when you watch this or you hear this, send someone you know. Five things you think about them. Yeah, oh, and that's that generous attitude. Yeah, sharing the love. Sharing the love. No, no, it's done. It's done. Don't worry. I can't help it. I can't help it. Fabian, back to you. Tell us, oh. tell us the nickname your family used to give you, or still give you. My nan still calls me now and then. Like you know the ones when you're upstairs and your nan hollers you. Hmm. It's Fabi. Baby, I love that one. I love that one. That, thank you for sharing that because that's a personal thing and I really appreciate it. Yeah, that was lovely. Yeah, no, no one's going to actually call me that. So no, don't, don't even try. Don't even try. Don't even try. I'll take offence. Don't try. Yeah. So there's one that my mum and dad used to call me and then there's one that like my cousins called me. Mm. Um, the first one is, uh, I used to be called Ethan Bean. So I used to be a runner bean, a jumping bean, a swimming bean, everything, just a, another name. Which the is active also, king. my middle name is Boyd, so it was Ethan B, which then became Ethan Bean. Yeah. Um, and then the one that my, the rest of my family used to do, I used to really have a passion for science. So they used to call me the mad scientist. Yeah. And that, I think, shaped some of the rest of my life. So yeah, yeah. those two. Nice. I really like that. Yeah. Those were two really good moments. And he looked, so as a kid, he was called the mad scientist. And that's why that man has a master's in chemistry. No, oh, it's the facts of life right there. That's the fact of... He was, he was born to be that guy. It, it's so funny. There are times when I'm talking about things that happen, like uh, just small scientific things that happen, yeah. and Ethan immediately is like, I know this. I know the process that this yeah. thing goes through to then break it down, and it's, it's incredible. I can't remember what episode it is, but it's one of our earlier episodes when we wasn't in this kind of... Um, still in this place, but mm-hmm. different actual settings. Yeah. And Ethan explains on certain chemicals mm. and what it does to your body mm. and it's like when i say i'm sitting next to einstein that's what i felt like yeah the four chemicals of happiness right is that is yeah, that how that's the one it was it's a beautiful piece and yeah. uh, please go back and check it because that that right there is some of the most valuable information I find it, put the link down below yeah. um and then my nickname was uh biddy rough stuff Billy Rough Stuff. No, Biddy Rough Stuff. Biddy. Because I was rough Biddy. Stuff. I was Lil. I was Lil. And Biddy is another word for Lil for being re- real small. And I was a hooligan. <laughs> I would jump off of things. I would break things. I'd fight everyone. He's still the same. Yeah, for real. For real. I'm hyperactive to a, to a fault. And I will run around breaking things. I've got scars on my knees, my shoulders, my elbows, everything. Because I'm still, in my heart, Biddy Rough Stuff. <laughs> So that's that one. Um, uh, Eve, oh, this is this one's gonna be really nice. Yeah. Ethan, what is your favorite childhood memory? 
Oh damn. Yeah, this is this is this is taking us to a nice place, to a loving place. And while Ethan's thinking, and while we're all thinking, please think yourself. What is your favourite childhood memory? Let us know. I feel like I'm gonna need more time on this one. Yeah. Please do, because you know we got some good. We've all lived good lives. Yeah, I, I really was very very fortunate. Yeah. Um, childhood. Okay. I'm gonna put a disclaimer out there because I'm gonna upset someone. <laughs> um, this is uh, one of my fondest memories, but I have a number of really really fond um, memories and experiences um, in life, and I'm gonna class this as I was a child because I was under eighteen, um, and that was. Uh, something that we've spoken about a few times over um, and that was winning the national championship mm -hmm. and the reason for this was because a year before the, we won the national championship myself and a good group of friends from secondary school um, went to watch Jed and Fabian play in the national championships as well as Franco um, shout out to Franco if you're listening that's good cool. um, and in, mm -hmm. in this time I was in cast um, I'd broken my wrist um, a week before I was set to start trials, or not, not trials, set to start training for Kent County Hockey Club. Um, and I was really distraught by this because that was the final opportunity for me to, 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 to try and play at such a high level. Um, and then I watched these guys play and I was instantly caught and hooked by American football, so much so that we were throwing about American football and I was playing exclusively with my left arm and left hand. Um, <laughs> And all of us were, were hooked seeing Jed and Fabian play, inspired us to start playing, to, to, to get into this crazy sport. Um, and we trained regularly together. We used to catch the bus together. It really joined us up as a friendship group in a very transformative year of life when you go from kind of 16 into to sixth form and everyone starts to make big decisions about that can shape the rest of their lives. And it was a, the one unifying experience. We watched the Super Bowl together. Um, we trained again regularly and we built we built as a team the first three tournaments we would lose one of the games yeah. until the final tournament which we won all of them and we went to the national championship and we won and the realisation that we won and we had put in that work together and it was the perfect way to end the final year of secondary school um, I did break my leg after this but I still felt such a warmth in my heart that I will never forget the, the overwhelming warmth that kept me warm through a very cold and wet day mm -hmm. in Sheffield. Yeah. So yeah, that's one of my favourite childhood moments. I felt warm just uh, just remembering that because it was, it was a beautiful, beautiful time. We spent with some wonderful people, really wonderful people. David? Mine's going to go back to 2006. Ooh, taking a weight back. So mine's going to go back to 2006 when mum first took me to Sydney. Okay, and it's gonna go back to getting on the Virgin Atlantic flight, and this was back then. Let's see, like, no, see, some of you too young, you won't remember this, but back then, when you Virgin had Virgin kids, and when you was a Virgin kid, you get this square bag that had four different colors on it, and it said like Virgin Atlantic Virgin kids on it, and you get like your own little kid headphones, you get your own kid um like blanket, you get all these little things like a coloring book and everything in there. And these were the times when Virgin had like all the games on there. Mm. And I just remember this one bit being on the plane and it's always sat in my mind because it's one of the best moments like for me ever is me sitting there watching some cartoon show and my mum sitting next to me playing Street Fighter. Mm -hmm. And we just on the plane, like, yeah. you know, I'm here sitting with mum. I don't even like, you know, remember you're like at this stage I'm like eight, nine, like young, I'm real, real young. So 
you know, it doesn't really get into me what's going on, but all I know is that me and mummy are on a plane. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And for me, that's the craziest. Like, you know, you know, it's that moment, you know, we have those moments where everything feels right. Yeah. And that's what it was. We in the sky, mile high club. Not that we're not that kind of club, but yeah, but we'd be miles, miles high, whatever. Yeah. And we just sitting there, chilling. Yeah. And I remember when we, I think, we've spoken and speaking about it to mum years after that and she said don't you remember what you was playing i said i just remember seeing you play and me just <laughs> thinking through everything because like tetris is there like this is like literally they don't do it anymore on the planes but no. there used to be like hundreds of games on there and they're they good games yeah exactly like i said like mom was sitting there banging out street fight and i'm just there chilling yeah so for me that's my it's really nice moment. Yeah. really nice thank you yeah, bro. um you? what about you you know what for me i'm gonna take it back to 2010 when me and uh, the Setio School concert band flew to Canada. Nice. And, and I had to go back to the hotel to get something. We'd landed in Toronto, spent the night there before, and then first night out in Toronto, um, we, first night out, first morning out in Toronto, um, bunch of kids, and me and Mr. Masters, who was the, the, the trip, the, the, the master of the band who ran the band and, and was the, the running the, the trip tour guide and lead, he had, we, I had to go back to the hotel to get something, and we walked back and he said, this isn't so bad, is it? And he said, look around. And I looked back around and there were all these really tall buildings. I could see yeah. the CN Tower. I could see this incredible place, which I didn't even know existed two days ago. Yeah. And I just, that was when I realised life could be so much bigger than I ever yeah, thought it could be. Yeah. And that's why, we're, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here trying to, trying to do this. So yeah, that's what I'm going to say. We're not here. <coughs> we're on 36. We've not got many to go. Okay. Um, Fabian, back to you. What's something that you don't like? Something I do not like. Mm. No shots. Mm. That's why he's laughing. <laughs> there was one instant food that came to mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that food. Well, no, I'm not even going to say that, but you know what I'm going to keep it plain and simple? Mm. Is... I'm going to say one, but I want to pull it together. Mm. I'm going to say unnecessary stupidity <laughs> and negativity. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. There's been a lot of unnecessary negativity in this podcast, I'm for sure. Yeah, it's all good. If you treat service staff and anyone else that works in customer service poorly, mm. oh worst. yes, yes, oh, raise that one high. Yeah, I agree. Um, for me, something that I don't like is bad flag design. United Kingdom's flag terrible. England's flag terrible. United States of America flag terrible. Fix up, uh, Ethan. What's your favorite flower? Um, I really. Enjoy looking at um, orchids. I think they've got a wonderful range of colours. Um, they're one of my grandma's um, favourite yeah. uh, flowers. She used to have this garden that she tended, um, and orchids were her favourite. So I feel like I've inherited that from her. Orchids are beautiful. Uh, baby, lilies. Lilies. Yeah. Lilies don't get the respect they deserve. Um, yeah. And then they're for too messy. <laughs> people need to get over themselves. Yeah. Um, doesn't play for Barcelona anymore. Um, <laughs> my favourite flower is a sunflower. On a scale from 1 to 10, how good, and this is to you, Fabian, how good are you when it comes to keeping secrets? Actually, no, 10. Because if you might people, yeah. no one ever go no. It's locked up. It's locked up. Yeah. Even. Or if you're not your people. If you're not my people, boy, that belongs on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> so if you think you're Fabian's people, but you're not sure, don't tell him yeah. nothing. Trust me. Ethan, what about you, sir? I'm going to say a strong mind. Yeah. On the similar vibes of Fabian. Mm. Yeah. It's but like, you know that thing you told me? I've never told anybody. 
Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> right, in my head, I was, like, I was like, which one of a thousand things? You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, there are some things that that have to be shared. Mm. Um, but yeah, I can keep it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I'm gonna say eight. Like, I'm similar, similar thinking to to Ethan. I will keep everything stunned, but if there's something that is potentially uh, harming someone or is a risk to other people, it's. it's some things need to be shown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ethan, what is your best feature? Um, well, I haven't performed on any albums yet, so I don't even know how to answer that question. <laughs> um, oh, like, did I, what's his name? What's that, did I, his name? I don't know why they put him in the Super Bowl thing. I'm not getting involved. I'm not getting involved. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm not touching that one. <laughs> no. I think you showed us your best feature. Yeah. In doing that. Oh, my wit. Yeah, yeah your yeah. wit is brilliant. You are yeah. sharper than yeah. the sharpest knife. Yeah, no, 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 no. um, thank you. Um, what was the actual question? What is your best feature? My best feature. Um, good joke. Thank you. Yeah, that's a good joke. Yeah, I'm trying to think because you've got a million to choose from. Right? Yeah, you know, like you yeah. know, what it is. I, I don't know, but I think I've inherited um, quick file. Yeah, one. I'm gonna say one liners. Yeah, bro, you do bang, and yeah. it's like, oh damn, you take yeah. me out sometimes with them. With them, yeah, one liners. So I like that. Um, for me, my best feature is the people around me. Jeez, he trying it. Oh, he trying people. Hey, don't let me up to you. He winning. What? I'm winning. I'm winning because look who I got with me. That's my best feature. Uh, (laughs) Fabian, when are you the happiest? When am I the happiest? Yeah. Put me in the middle of a jungle, I'll be happy. He he said that loads of times. People, if you don't know what this man wants, you're not listening. You're not listening. (laughs) No, you know. Don't get Fabian a jungle. Someone get this man a jungle, bro. (laughs) No, I think I'm at my happiest when, literally, when I'm at. I was gonna say solitude, but it's when I'm just at. It's that whole thing, you know them. Oh, I knew you was gonna do that, pussy. Sorry. <laughs> but to be fair, we got some good bits from that answer, so you can be like, it's actually when um. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that that first part res- responding to that was so good. Yeah. So. I'm going to say. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm. For me, I'm at my most happiness when. Other people, like, sometimes they get home and go, oh. but for me, it's when I get home, mm. complete silence, mm. no one's around, and I put the phone down mm-hmm. and go, it's me. Mm. Like, I'm here. Mm. I'm all right. And it's that, it's that whole, I, I would call it, not like the same in grace, it's the reconnection to yourself, like mm. your mind. Like, you, you've been a busy day at work, mm. you've busy day at gym or whatever, you've had a hectic day, even around family, and you've got that, that split second when everything stops and you can go and say I'm still me yeah I made it through today thank you and I think that's when I get to my most happiness because it's that after that moment there the body relaxes the mind relaxes and you can go we can go again yeah and I think for me that takes me back to what I think one of your best features is which is perseverance you persevere whatever's happened you persevere and I love that I love that Uh, Ethan when are you the happiest um I'm not the loudest person, but I love being surrounded by my friends. For example, one of my birthdays, my birthday is one of my favourite times of the year because I get to see everyone and I also get to see everyone interact. So I get to sit back and allow my friends to express joy and be in a joyous place and I like to create those situations. So that's my 
That's my situation. I like that. I like that a lot. And I like being around you on your birthday as well. Because I see the people that you have around you and I'm like, I'm in a good place. Mm. So thank you. Um, when am I my happiest? Um, when me and my mum are sitting down reading books next to each other. Genuinely, whenever I've gone away on holiday and it's just me and my mum reading books, I, there's nothing wrong in my mind. Mm. I'm at pure joy. So I'd say that. I love you, mumsy. Um, next question. Ethan, if you could say... This is going to be an interesting one. This is going to be an interesting one. <laughs> I've never heard you pause on any of these questions before. <laughs> oh. 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 There's going to be two very different answers here for me to <laughs> And it's going to make me laugh very much. <laughs> I'm if, nervous now. If you could say one thing to God, what would you say? <laughs> okay. Preface. My personal beliefs do not align with God, but that doesn't mean that there isn't a God out there. Um, I could be completely wrong. Um, if there was one thing... <laughs> if there was one thing that I could say to God, I would say, how can we all be better? Mm. I think we're going to be better. That was very well handled, and I appreciate you. For me, what I would say to God is, Thank you for the journey I'm on. Mm. I do not understand it, mm -hmm. but I believe you'll take me to the right place. Mm. I really answer. like that. I really like that. Um, for me, because we've had two very deep answers, I will say, why did you let the ref not call the pass interference against the Rams in the 2018 NFC Championship game? We was in your stadium, but anyway, moving on. Change it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> maybe if the is open, the ref might still. Fair dues. Um, Fabian. Yes. I'm gonna preface preface this and say, we can cut this question out if okay. if we don't want to. Uh, if but have you ever stolen anything? Um, I cannot confirm or deny that answer. <laughs> well handled. Well played. Uh, Ethan, have you ever stolen anything? I play basketball a lot, so yeah, I've got loads of steals. Oh, yeah. this is what we're talking about. Do you see how we did that? Do you see how we did that? That's the weakness right there. Like, I did not think of that right there. Like, okay. And I'm going to answer uh, by saying you two uh, have definitely both stolen something because you both stolen my heart. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I could have said something, but we can't say that. <laughs> uh, Ethan, back over to you. Tell us one secret. Well, I'm not very good at keeping secrets if I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes again, people. There he goes again. Uh, he's like too that. quick. Just he's like too that. quick. Uh, I revealed something that I would say is like a, a part secret earlier when I said I won the national championship and then I celebrated by breaking my leg. Or <gasps> I broke my leg and then celebrated. Oh, no. I went plan. to celebrate and then broke my legs. And that is, it's a bit of a secret. Not everyone knows it. But now you guys know it at home. You're all in. You're all in. Mm. You're clued in. Uh, I um, so I came up with this one though, it's not even a secret, it's, it's, it is a secret, mm. but it's a secret to make people think. Mm. Too many people, yeah, will always go to you, why do you invest in like the crypto market or into stocks or whatever, or do an investment, mm. right? Because what if it hits zero or yeah. if it loses? Mm -hmm. If you never invested and you just spend the money, you're really at zero. 
That's a secret. Oh, he's going on. He's going on secret investing tips. Yeah. Take them tips, bro. Or don't do whatever you want to do with your money. Yeah. Was, uh, you're <laughs> not, I'm not a financial advisor. You just put it out there. I'm not a financial advisor. Got to put it out there. I'm definitely not a financial advisor. Do not take my thing. But I'm just saying, if you spend your money and it just disappears, and you bought some shoes and you went out and you only saw one wear in those three hundred pound shoes, it's not my fault. But if you had invested in something and then it sat there and only went to two fifty nine by the end of the year, you only lost forty pound. That's not my fault. I'm not a financial advisor and. Continue the podcast. Yeah. So I spoke to you about going on this um this trip to Canada uh, to, in the concert band, and this was to play the French horn. Yeah. Right. They needed a French horn player. They the, the the last French horn dropped out two months before the trip. Wow. So Mr. Masters were looking for a French horn, and I was like, I'm trying to go to Canada, and so I lied. I said I could play the French horn. Mm-hmm. It is. If you go in the Guinness Book of Records and look up hardest instrument to play in the world. It is the French horn. And I said I could play it. I couldn't two months beforehand. By the time we got on the plane, I could play the final countdown solo on French horn. So I turned a lie into stone cold truth, baby. I hate you. That's how we do it. Perseverance. Number 44 for Mr. Fabian to answer first. Do you consider, this is a silly question, but do you consider yourself a, a boring or a fun person? Both. See? And you know when he said, one of the five things he said is he thinks outside the box? That's what he did. Yeah. Do you want to explain that in 10 words or less? I can't explain it in 10 words or less. I'm the guy that can be the freaking life of the party. But I'm also the guy that doesn't want to be at a party. That was 18 words, but you know what? It was good. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, same. Next question. <laughs> This podcast is wild today. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan what is your favourite alcoholic beverage? Ooh. Oh, um, going somewhere now, baby. I, I'm, a, I'm really into a dark rum, so a dark rum and coke with a squeeze of lime. Check this guy out. Good flavours. Yeah. Fav- over ice. Ooh, over ice. Not under it. Uh, Fabian, what about yourself? A true, nice whiskey sour. Ooh. For me, I don't drink alcohol, but I do enjoy a virgin pina colada. Next question for uh, Fabian. Is it? What is the first... Why are you all these wild ones at the end? I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to skip that one. Uh, we're going to cut it out. Do you want to flag that? I mean, just... Yeah. yeah okay, cool. didn't like that question, people. We're moving on. Just yeah. to do that. Uh, Fabian. What, where did, what? Sorry, two questions what coming. So, Jen, what's your favorite position in bed? I don't know where this came from. <laughs> wow. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, let's yeah. do it. Let's ask well, you. When I tend to sleep, I sleep on my side like this. <laughs> <laughs> and no, the that's what we have to do. What? That's what we see. What you just did there. Yeah. Do that. What's your favorite position in bed? And you be like, I sleep on my back. Yeah. <laughs> 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 because it's such a throw off. Like, you know, wait, what did he say? And I'm like, oh, I sleep. I sleep with the pillow just. Like under my shoulder. Yeah, fair news. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ethan, this one's for you. Let me flag it. Yeah, flag it, flag it. So we can cut out all that stuff beforehand. And then and don't miss it. Um, Ethan, moving on. What is your favourite position in bed? <laughs> um, I actually sleep on my, uh, by my back. I find it really comfortable. That's fair. Uh, you. See me, like, I'm a pillow. Like, I love a pillow, innit? So yeah. I take like four or five pillows and I just roll over. <laughs> see, that's fair. Yeah. For me, I'm similar. I have seven pillows. Yeah, see, uh, yeah, sometimes <laughs> even, even, even comes into the room and like, why have you got so many? I use it. I like all for different life. For, I can't, I'm kind of like sitting up at night. Like, yeah. yeah, that's how, that's, that's how I do. Do you know what I get? It's like, I saw osteopathy and she said to me, Put a pillow between between your legs because mm. what happens when you le- when you sleep on your side, mm. your hips get tight. Okay. So allowing to put the pillow there allows your hips to um, stay relaxed. Okay, guys, if you sleep on your side, pillow between the legs. Fantastic inf- information. Yeah. All right, Fabian. 
Are you happy where you are right now in life? Yes, because four years ago, when I was eating mackerel out of tin, cooking cornmeal in a kettle, so I'm doing all right. And you know what? Let me just... More time. Please. He said, I need more time. I need more time. Was, and we back th- This week, I kind of had a little thing where I said, you know what? You're all right, you know? Yeah. Because three years ago, I started labouring. And for all my friends that know, my first labouring job... Right, never done a day on site or whatever. I was working in Blackheath in a little house and this day was digging out basically underneath the house. Mm. They was doing an extension but they were going down mm. and the place smelled like the sea in the middle of Blackheath. That's how far down they did wow. they dug where we was actually seeing shells. Wow. And I got completely covered in mud and looked like a mess. And then all in my head, I was just like, you know what? I ain't got no money. I need to start making money. Like, this was the first job. Let's just see how it goes. Yeah. And that's how I first started. And then I wasn't even earning a lot of money, but it was just starting out. And I remember someone saw me and says, you're not a man to get messy. Mm. And I was like, job's a job right now. Like, mm. I'm trying to restart life. Mm. And we roll on to, like, now. I'm now a, not even in not even labour, really, anymore. Pretty much a logistics supervisor. Got my own desk. Mm. Helping run jobs. And it's just like believe in the process and just don't think so like too many people think of instant gratification. Yeah. Let the let the world play out. If you believe in something and you're ready to do the work and succeed and want more, it will happen. And for me that's what I've just seen over the last couple of years. So yeah, I'm happy right now. There is no substitute for hard work. Okay. Have a goal. Ethan. No. Not right now, not in this very, very moment. Yeah. Um, I've had a really busy week, and that's because I've been working very hard and very actively to get to a point where I'm happy with that. And so that will happen in the next few months. Yeah. You can have some sound <laughs> effects over that one. <laughs> I didn't even hear, did they even hear what I said? Did someone remember that? You know what? I'm sitting where in between both of you. I don't have a degree. I don't have anything that says I'm allowed to do what I'm doing. You know, same as Fabian said, like, you've seen the growth in four years. Mm. You've seen the growth in this is this is where I'm at. This is my entry level. And now I'm, I'm running certain things. Yeah. I feel I'm in that same path where I started working in retail. And now I'm in a place where I influence what happens at a retail level. I yeah. take part in what happens in a much bigger picture. But you definitely do have a degree, though. In warming people's hearts. <laughs> this is a loving episode. It's got a lot of fire and weapons in it, but it's also got a lot of a lot of hugs and a lot of love. Um, yeah, I think. But also, I know what I am is no way near what I'm about to be. Mm. And so that hard work I've put into something else and other things, I'm about to put into myself, and the opportunities are flowing. And it's about to go from being content with what I'm 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 in mm. to being over the moon with what I'm in, you know? I hate you. 49th question, we're very close to the end. Last two. Fabian. Yes sir. Ethan. Maybe. And this is I think it might be good to start with you for this one. Okay. Um do you have any tattoos and explain to us the process? I don't have any tattoos. There is a tattoo that I'm actively looking at, uh, which is an Adinkra tattoo from uh, it's a Western African symbol, uh, which is related to my heritage, as I found out through a DNA test. Um, and this tattoo uh, is called Sesa Wosuban, 
Um, I might not be pronouncing that properly. Um, and it is a symbol of continuous transformation and change, which is what I believe, where, that's where I believe I'm at in life right now. So yeah, that's the one I'm looking at. What about you think? That's really exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right sleeve, pretty much dedicated to Mumsy. Yeah. I mean, definitely the whole bottom half is literally mum all over it and then top half got a lot of it even got um i think one of my one on my chest i always kind of forget but it's like i got woman's eyes with a beanie on with mum's initials in it and it said if i could turn back the hands of time mm. because if i could turn back the hands of time it's like yeah you know that's enough yeah so yeah thank you yeah. thank you for sharing that two very beautiful um, things so thank you uh, I have a few none I think that are as meaningful as even the ones that you guys actually no there is one that really is and it's uh, along a similar line to, to, to what Fabian said on my ankle I have two bands around my left ankle mm-hmm. I have a black band and I have a light blue band and it represents the loss of a very very close friend of mine in Ethan's um, who we won that national championship with which yeah. is a beautiful thing um, which is my favourite memory uh, probably um and the black band represents the, the loss, but then the blue band represents uh, their life. And the beautiful, bright blue eyes they had, which whenever I, whenever I, think, whenever I think of them, I, I, I see that. And so, uh, yeah. It's crazy, like, you see, I, know, I know, actually know him, mm. but I remember seeing him all the time. And yeah. that's like, that's that kid with the blue eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, like, he's always quiet, but that's that kid with the blue eyes. Like, yeah. The word yeah. dazzling. Yeah, yeah, dazzling! Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, I just have friends with good eyes. What can I say? <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's it. And I'm definitely planning to get loads more. Uh, and we'll take you on that journey as well. Yeah. So guys, final question. Fabian, we're going to start with you. Okay. Get ready to take these people home. I'm going to take it home. I'm ready. Please. For everybody here. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. What is one piece of advice you would love to share with the world? One piece of advice that I'd love to share with the world. Right, this is the big one. So here we go. Do not let social media ruin your patience. A reel can be 30 seconds to a minute. TikTok can be 30 seconds to a minute. Snapchat is only 10 seconds. You wait in line for a coffee for over 30 seconds. You grow impatient. Because social media has changed your time frame on how things take, how long things take to process. Mm-hmm. Allow the process, give it time. Do not think that what's in your hand is the real time. Mm. That's my piece of advice. I like that. That's really good. It's practical as well. It's not just ideological. It's something people can take with them right now. So we have a board in this in this house which has some funny things on it and some phrases and we ask sometimes we ask people that come around to to put something on this and one thing that a friend a good friend um, that we also won that have championship with um, wrote on the board was uh, leave a legacy beyond your paycheck um and i think that is incredibly powerful there is a i feel like an overwhelming at least within the the social media circle that Fabian was referring to Mm. um like societal need to be affluent and wealthy and to to flex that wealth and to, to to display that wealth um, but you can have an impact on a person by just being there at the right time or being there consistently or just being and existing in the same space as someone. Mm-hmm. And that is far more powerful than any amount of money that mm-hmm. you can have in your bank account. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's really and powerful. That, and it's even what you're saying that that reminds me that it's something I probably even think to maybe incorporate into you as well. On my last Instagram post at the bottom, I, at the bottom of it, I put four key things, and it was one like love life, two enjoy your time with family, three make good friends, four leave this planet with no regrets, mm-hmm. and it's literally four key things I think you can have a very good life through. Mm-hmm. It's so, true, um, and Ethan, thank you for that quote. Uh, shout out to Deco because we know you listen to this podcast. Big Deco in the building. We know Shout you listen out. to this podcast, and so thank you for sharing that with us because now we've shared it with a lot more people, and we appreciate you for that. And before Jed continues, I just want to say shout out everyone that listens yeah. and watches yep. because it's still early stages. Yep. You know, we're not like the other podcasts where we got flashing lights and we got the guy on the buttons in the corner. We ain't got all that kind of stuff yet. But shout out to all the true listeners and showing love like we appreciate it. Yeah, you really do. Yeah, for real. So, Jed, finish this. Bro. This this one for me, and I think this is this is one that I've I've I think I've got really really good at, mm-hmm. and which is why I love my life. Mm-hmm. It is fine, and this is a very generic one, but something really really rings true in it, which is find the things and the people that make you happy, and surround yourself with those things and those people as often as you can. Mm. It's true. Do the things that put a smile on your face. Just do them. Do not sit in a situation. Where you can't find the best situation you can, where you can and live that life, because you will find so much more fulfillment and joy, and good memories from it. And because of that, we're now going to go and do other things that bring us joy, as well as other than this podcast. Wherever you are, please, the second this stops, do something that brings you joy. Take the lessons down. Ask yourselves those same questions. Like Fabian said, like, comment, subscribe, share answer these questions and love somebody you love but from mm talks until next time we are over and out